0: J.R. Spear, R. Spear, J. R. Spear. Welcome everyone to the Daily Cree Podcast Show. And today I have a special guest. Her name is Tamara Jackson, also known as Tam, and she is an author, Facebook-certified digital marketer, host of the Top 100 Publishing Secrets Podcast, and founder of the Christian Authors Network, also known as Tan Facebook Community. She specializes in helping mission-driven authors, coaches, and entrepreneurs increase their exposure, impact, and income through strategic self-publishing and digital media appearances. So welcome, Tamara. I really appreciate you coming on here. And uh, I'm I'm excited about learning from you.
1: Tamara, thank you so much for the opportunity to connect with your audience. I'm looking forward to this as well.
0: Awesome. Well, kind of to start out, what I like to ask people is like, first off, tell me what led you to be able to do what you do. So almost give me a little background about your story. Kind of take us through your world how you got to where you're at and and then currently what you're doing now.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's an interesting story. So like many people where I am now is not where I thought I would be. So if I were to go back in time, you know, at one point I was significantly overweight. I was hundred pounds overweight, uh, struggling with health issues. And I finally had the wake up call and realized that I needed to make some changes. So, that led me on my own personal transformation journey to figure out how I could finally conquer this after having tried diets and exercise programs so many times before. So, finally, the combination of uh, faith and fitness really worked for me. And so, I was able to lose the 100 pounds, keep it off. um, And naturally, when that happens, people want to know how you did it. So, that actually is what led me to publish my first book. It was a story of that. Uh, transformation. And then uh, through a series of what I'll call divine, uh, divinely orchestrated events, I realized that I had a responsibility to pay it forward and help others that had struggled like I had. So that led me down the path of starting my own fitness program and eventually having my own faith-based uh, fitness gym, which I opened just before the pandemic hit in 2020. So Like many entrepreneurs during that time, I realized that I had to make a pivot. And I know that there are many people that are listening to me that can totally identify with having to shift. And so it was interesting that I just so happened to have a life coaching component to what I did because I realized that for me, the weight that I gained wasn't simply because of... Um, in terms of not understanding nutrition or not understanding the importance of working out, there were things that were going on inside of me that were standing in the way. And so I was really big on mindset. And one of the things that I realized working with my clients over the years is that they had these uh, dreams that they had not pursued. And so I had started working with people, a very small group of people to help them to take the step to publish their book because they knew that I had done that. And so it was like this very, very small part of my business that I thought that I was just doing to help those clients. And lo and behold, when the fitness part of it did not work out for us and we ended up exiting um, as a result of the pandemic, that was what was left. And so I leaned into that. And that's what took us from a small community of 150 authors that I had just accumulated over time to now... A community of nearly nineteen hundred Christian authors. so uh, i am a huge believer in uh, purpose. and so when I saw that things were picking up in that space, I just leaned into it and trusted God that the direction that I was going in was the right one. So that's the story of how I got to where I am today,
0: okay, so I want to take a step back so when when you went through that whole transition and pivoted from your gym and I and correct me if I'm wrong, but to life coaching, right? is what were you saying? Okay, did, yeah, you do, so I was, supposed, did you do fitness online too? Or is it just you went from you closed down your gym or that was still going and then you did online life coaching or what, what was that?
1: Yeah, it's, it's interesting. So um, during the pandemic, we moved from a brick and mortar operation to virtual, as many fitness shops did. So we were doing virtual instructor led fitness programs. And then I was also working with some clients um, in the life coaching space. And then I also had a small group of clients that wanted to publish their book. So it was like running uh, a number of different programs within the business. And so when things didn't work out for fitness, I just really sought God. I mean, that's my honest answer. I sought God on what should I focus on now? Because I could continue to go down the life coaching path or I could explore you know, what opportunities exist in the publishing space. And I just didn't have peace about life coaching and wellness. So I went in the direction that I felt I was being led in.
0: So did you already have a book at this time or were you working on a book that was published and then you were attracting other people that were kind of asking you questions or how did that kind of uh, come to tuition?
1: Yeah. So I published the book in 2014. So it's been been a long time now since that book has been out. Um, And just, you know, I use the book as part of my way of building credibility with the audience because it told my story. It wasn't just um, eat this and work out. Um, I talked about how I gained the weight, the things that led to it, and how I had to work through it. So it was a huge part of my platform um, as a coach. And so people knew about the book and many people also had that same desire. I mean, it's actually pretty common for people to have a desire to write a book it's just, they often get stuck and they don't know how to do it. Um, and since I was, you know, willing to work with them, they took advantage of the opportunity and that was how it all started.
0: So tell me a little bit about more about how that book actually added value to you and your program and the, the whole credibility. Like, what did it do for you?
1: Yeah. So, you know, having, uh, being in a space where there are so many competitors, uh, weight loss and fitness. I would say it's a saturated market. Like there are so many different people that are in that space. Your clients, your potential clients are constantly seeing ads promoting this program and that program. They go to YouTube, they see a, a, a video advertisement, like they know someone that's also a personal trainer. So it's not like they don't have options. And so, what the book did for me is it allowed me to differentiate myself from others through my story. And I believe that that's really the power of a book is whether it's you telling your own personal transformation story or you talking about the results that you have been able to create for your clients, it adds a um, an emotional aspect to it, and it allows people to get to know you and find you relatable. And I believe at the end of the day, that's the key. If you want to be able to differentiate yourself in your market, you have to connect on a level beyond um, logic and dollars and cents, because there's, there's always someone that can, uh, offer a lower price. There's always going to be someone that says they have a better program, but if you can connect with them on an emotional level and get them to see that you understand them and you've been where they are, or you've had clients who've been where they are, then that puts you in a different space.
0: Yeah. I, I loved it on how you transitioned into even helping other people, you know, with. Creating books and their stories and stuff like that because you kind of fell into it by questions. And when we fall into coaching, we call it fall into serving. But most of us who are actually doing it are authentic in what they do, usually because people come to us for help. So I love, uh, I love how you kind of fell into that. Um, So if someone reading or hearing your story about creating a book and how it added credibility for you, and they're like, "Oh man, I need to, I need to write a book because this is what it can do," and adding that emotional aspect, which I think is really, really powerful. What where should someone ultimately start? Like what, what's the first beginnings? When you're helping someone, what should they do first? Saying, hey, you know, this is what I need to do to add credibility, but I have no clue where to even begin. What should they do first?
1: Yeah. So my answer is, is probably different than what many people would expect. I encourage someone that I'm working with to first define who it is that they want to impact. Um, and I want you to get a very clear visual of who that person is. Um, And people that have a marketing background or have taken a marketing class, they've probably heard things like uh, demographics. So what age, what gender, you know, things like that, their income, things of that nature. And that's certainly important. But because we're trying to connect with people on an emotional level, it's more about, you know, their values, their interests. What is it that would make you attractive to them or your book attractive to them? You really have to identify that. Um, The community that I'm honored to lead now, what I find is the biggest problem when books are not being sold or they're not attracting people into the next step, which could be a coaching uh, program or a consulting option, is that the ideal audience is not clear. Mm -hmm. And so we're trying to kind of go out with this mass market approach. Um, You know, it works really well for big companies like McDonald's and others. They have a huge advertising budget. But if you are a small business, you can't afford to go with a mass approach and waste your time and effort and energy. So I always tell people, begin with the end in mind. We needed to find the audience for this book first. And make sure that what we are writing, what you're including in this book, will really speak to the problems, uh, the needs, the goals, and the dreams of that audience. Because that's what's going to compel them to buy and see you as relatable and an expert. You can write all day, but if it's not attractive to your audience, it doesn't matter.
0: That's interesting. So I, I teach that, like find, I call it your perfect client. So find your perfect client to uh, like all the entrepreneurs I coach and stuff like that. I don't think I've ever connected the dots of doing the same thing for as an author in a book. Like I'm writing a book myself, been doing it for like two years. And I'm down to like the last chapter that we needed, a, that we're editing right now and and trying to get it off the ground and do it. But I don't think I've walked into it with that. I, I believe I have the stories in the book laid out with that, but just unintentionally, just the way I think. But even the important, the way that you describe it, even the importance of doing it for starting a book and thinking about the end of mind, like you say, is powerful. And I I, did, I didn't really think about it that way. So. That's, that's really cool. So, so it's all figures out what the end of mind, like who their target audience is. Now for me, like uh, you might find this helpful as well, but for me, what I teach is like a, an acronym, like, is this person for me, F-O-R. And that's the acronym that I teach where it stands for family, occupation, and recreation. So I got to know more about the family demographics and, and, and things about that. Then I learned more about their occupation and, and what they do for a living and how much money they make. And then also recreation, that's their habits and the things that they enjoy and the, the daily lifestyle. So, uh, I think, I think it's really cool and it, it can apply to all that. So if, uh, for something like, like the type of people that you work with right now, can tell us a little bit of story about like what you're currently doing, who you're helping the type of audience and kind of like your journey, what you're, what you're working on.
1: Yeah. So really the biggest thing that I'm focused on right now, Jr., is helping to solve the number one problem that my community has. So um, I would say that the vast majority of people that are in the Christian Authors Network right now have already published a book. So they've gone through all of the hard work of pouring their heart and soul uh, into this project. It's published. It's out there into the world. Here's the big problem. Not enough people know about the book. So it's the problem, the classic problem of uh, visibility and awareness. So one of the things that um, I'm keenly focused on is helping to solve that. So the way that we do that for our clients is by, first of all, making sure that we have that ideal audience dialed in because we want to make sure that we're getting you in front of the right people. Um, And then once we have that, then we're connecting them with people that share a similar audience. So, if I can get you an opportunity to be on a podcast with a host that shares the same audience that you do, then it's a win win. So, that podcast host gets um, an interview that's amazing because we've prepped them for the interview. Uh, And then you get the opportunity to be in front of potentially hundreds, thousands of people versus taking your chances solely with social media. Uh, or an ad that you're running, you get to make sure that you're in front of the right audience and that credibility that the host of the podcast has is then, uh, by implication, transferred to you because you're a guest. So we're trying to accelerate that process for our clients by getting them in front of bigger audiences. I call them digital stages um, so that they can expand their reach. And then, of course, in that conversation, Then they're looking to build credibility with the audience through the interview, and then they'll have an opportunity to share how they can help them with the next step. So that's our biggest focus right now.
0: Beautiful. So what is your creed? What is the one thing that you're most committed to that you're going to be resilient to push through even through the most difficult times? You're going to show up every single day giving your best and having the emotional and physical discipline to complete your mission.
1: Yeah, so that's an easy answer for me. It's to honor God in all that I do in my business. So um, I am a person that uh, did not start think that my business would be rooted in my faith, although it's been something that's been a part of me since I was nine years old. But it became clear, uh, the more that I lean into this entrepreneurial journey, that it was critical to what I do. So I actually have on the wall behind me three words. Uh, they are pray, push, and prosper. I believe that the key to success is to start by asking for guidance and direction and what you do. So I'm committed to doing that on a regular basis. But then I also have to do my part. That doesn't mean that it's going to be an easy journey. So I have to put in the push. And I believe that the combination of those two things is what's going to allow doors to open and for the dreams that I have to be realized. So that's my creed. Pray, push, prosper. That's
0: beautiful. I love it. And I think I'm going to steal that and put it on my whiteboard. That definitely (laughs) inspires me. Go ahead and do it. (laughs) <laughs> you no, know, it's, it's a lot of it's it aligns perfectly with my core values and what I believe and and uh and everything else, but I love it. They're powerful words, and you may hear me talk about that on other podcast shows, and I'm gonna pull, pull you up so they do that. So that's awesome. So uh, well, if someone wanted to get in touch with you and they they interested in your service they're here in this episode and like, man, I just want to get started. I want a little bit more guidance, I want a little bit more extra help to kind of taking to the next level. What's the best way for them to get in touch with you?
1: Yeah. So My answer to this is different than most too. I I would love to connect with you personally. Um, I'm an introvert, but I love uh, social media because it allows us to be able to connect in a way that's comfortable for each other. So I would actually love for your audience if they are interested in what I do. My favorite platform is Facebook. So find me on Facebook, uh, Tamara Jackson is my personal profile. Yes, I accept friend requests. So send me one. Um, If you want to follow my business page, then certainly do that. Uh, it's Tamara Jackson, transformation expert. Or you can go to our website at www.265, the number 265.p-o-i-n-t.com. Um, I'd love to connect on a personal level though and get to know you as an individual and how I might be able to serve you, whether it's with what we have to offer or just connecting you to the right person. I think that social media allows us to do that so easily. So I'd love to get to know your audience.
0: Beautiful. And I love uh, I love the message that you gave. I think it's really powerful for anyone that's listening to this and hopefully inspires someone to be able to take it to the next level and gain that credibility and and just kind of give that extra push of saying, Oh man, I need to do this. I need to go out there, and tell my story, grab that emotional, um, you know, the emotional aspect from our audience so that way they can talk to them again. So thank you so much for sharing this message. I think it was really powerful. I think it was definitely motivational for all the listeners to be able to do, especially for me. And I'm going to steal your three piece as well. What I'm going to call it and put it on my wall. And uh, definitely if you guys want to be able to get a hold of her, find her on Facebook, find her on her website. We will post that underneath the, this episode on the podcast. So you can definitely click it, find it and get connected with her. And until next time, simplify. Thank you for listening to the Daily Creed Podcast Show with J.R. Spear. If you want to get more leads and grow your business, head over to fitprofunnels.com to get your free gift today. That's fitprofunnels.com. And to connect with JR online, check them out on Facebook at jr.spear.3. Or feel free to join the Facebook group at FitProFunnels. And you can also find them on Instagram at jr.spear.